Welcome to Lessons for Life, where we seek to learn, love, and live the Word of God. Now, here is James Long Jr. There are many threats to our emotional stability in today's fast-paced society. So many people today struggle with feelings of sadness, helplessness, hopelessness, worthlessness, and loneliness. Some struggle with guilt, worry, and a negative self-image. The Greek word used in the New Testament oftentimes for the word anxiety means to be distracted or divided in mind, and it means to be drawn away mentally in different directions. Anxiety is distracting. And it's a distracting emotion. So where do we find an answer to our fears, our worries, and our anxieties? God desires to give peace to those who are troubled in heart. See, we can take comfort from the fact that the same God who promised his presence and his peace to his disciples in the darkest night of their lives continues to comfort and support his children today in the same way. We can find peace from our fears when we have a complex or challenging situations by trusting God. Well, welcome to Lessons for Life. My name is James Long, Jr. I am a pastor, board-certified professional counselor, a certified biblical counselor, and a university professor. I have over 30 years of experience helping people find God's solutions to life's problems. And we make these videos and podcasts on the topics of mental, emotional, and relational health from a biblical perspective. We'd love it if you would go to our website, jameslongjr.org, jameslongjr.org. There you'll find a lot of helpful resources, some great um, blogs, podcasts, a couple of courses as well that we're offering. We'd love it if you would go there. So let's go back to this idea of anxiety. And I want you to face your fears and anxiety with Christ's peace. And here's the passage that we're going to look at today. It's from John 14, 27. It's on the night that Christ was betrayed, just before he's going to be crucified, he says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. So as we do with our studies, we take this 4P approach, we ponder the passage, we personalize the passage, we practice, we come up with ways of practicing the passage, and we pray the passage. So let's ponder this for a moment. So I want you to put yourself in the sandals of the apostles. Jesus is hours away from his crucifixion. And as he has told you, after a three and a half year constant companionship, he is going to go back to his father. Your Lord, your friend, your teacher, your protector is going to be gone. And you must carry on his work in a hostile world on your own. How would you feel? Powerless, fearful, daunted, who will take care of you? How will you accomplish the task he is leaving for you? What will your future be like? And those are probably questions that they had. I know they would be questions I would have. But the Lord did not leave them in the dark. Neither did he leave us 
either. John 14 overflows with promises of his help, his plan, his presence. Jesus opens up the chapter by assuring the men he is leaving them only to prepare a place for them in heaven, to which he will one day come and take them to be with him, verses 1 through 3. He promises answered prayer, verses 12 through 14. He repeatedly mentions the necessity of obedience. You can see that in verse 15 and then again in verses 21 to 24. Our verse falls in the context of Jesus's promise of the Holy Spirit. So they weren't going to be left alone. This verse just before says that the Spirit will guide them and guide these disciples in all truth, verse 26. And while the next reaffirms Jesus's promise to be with them by the Spirit, verse 28, Earlier, after mentioning the Holy Spirit, if you look in verses 16 through 18, Jesus says that he will not leave them as orphans and he will come to them. See, we have peace only because Jesus has promised to be with us and in us by his Spirit. The Lord no longer is here present physically here on this earth. He's physically in heaven awaiting his return, but his spirit dwells within every believer. And that promise of his personal presence should be a source of great hope and peace and joy in our lives. This peace is not from the world. The world looks to favorable circumstances like a lot of money or similar things to be sources of peace. These are good things, and they can be blessings from God, but they are not the source of peace. They're not the source of security. They're not the source of hope. Only God himself is, because he is not dependent on our world. Our hope is unassailable. This peace leads to freedom from fear. Only as we rest in God's promises through Christ can we know true liberty from life-dominating fears. Our focus must be on Him, His character, His promises, and definitely not on our circumstances. Things that you cannot control are perfectly manageable to God. Take peace in that. So let's personalize this passage. What do you need to do in light of this passage? Maybe you're finding yourself overwhelmed with the circumstances and you're looking around. Maybe you're finding your security in your job or your money or your home and you're finding yourself feeling really discouraged. Maybe you're feeling alone and failing to recognize that Christ lives in you by the Holy Spirit. Whatever it is, I want you to think about very specifically how you can personalize this passage. And then when you do that, I want you to turn that into a specific plan. What are you going to do? Now, once again, we don't want this general. I want you to I don't want you to say I need to be more peaceful. How are you going to do it? I don't want you to say that I need to focus more on Christ. Well, how will you do that? I want you to come up with a very specific, measurable, attainable plan of how you will do that. Okay. So, let's remember that even on the night that Christ was betrayed, what was Jesus doing? Was he panicking? No. Was he thinking only of himself? No. What he was thinking of was his disciples and ways that he could minister to them. We need to think the same way. Well, let me pray for you as we close. Father, thank you so much for the gift of your son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, thank you so much that you provide us with your peace. Thank you that you give us a new and more profound sense of peace that comes from our reconciliation with your Father, purchased by your death, burial, and resurrection. Thank you so much for the supreme remedy of all our fears. Thank you, Holy Spirit, and lead us and help us and teach us. In the Son's matchless and holy name we pray. Amen. All right, be blessed. This has been Lessons for Life with James Long, Jr. We hope you've been blessed. 
For more information, go to jameslongjr.org.